time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Hersema. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. Merry Christmas to everybody out there as we are just a few short days away. It is Christmas week officially here on a Tuesday and uh, man, just counting down the final days, final minutes, final hours here for the uh, the best holiday of the year in Christmas 2021. Can't believe it is here already. Thanks for joining me today, guys. I know it's a busy week. You're running around getting those last minute uh, gift ideas uh, done, uh, finishing up probably a short few days at work. So trying to get everything done at the office or, or wherever uh, you call uh, the career, the workplace. So uh, stay stay safe out there. Safe travels, of course. Uh, a lot of uh, people on airplanes and on the road. So stay patient. I know it's not easy. I have uh, not been uh, very patient myself on the road one way or another. But Merry Christmas, guys. It's really here. I've been saying it for weeks. And I'm so very excited uh, for this Saturday, December 25th. Oh, man, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a week really where, uh, similar to Thanksgiving, where you just start eating a little, little bad, a little earlier. You're like, oh, you, you, there's a lot of justifying. You know what I mean? Oh, it's Christmas. Oh, it's Christmas. You know, it's like when you're on a cruise, uh, you, you kind of eat whatever you want. And it's just like, well, I'm here. I'm on, I'm on vacation. I'm on a cruise. Whether you're on a cruise or a vacation or not, uh, it's Christmas time. So it's time to indulge. It's time to have those extra cookies. It's time to, uh, you know, maybe get a little late night pasta, whatever floats your boat. Uh, it's time to enjoy, eat, drink, be merry. What a concept, right? Uh, I'm going to try to bounce around today, guys, with a few different topics because uh, I'm fired up for Christmas, but I'm also fired up for a lot of the chaos going on, uh, the uh, orchestrated chaos, maybe the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, I don't even know what to call it anymore. I'm just, I, I am so over so many of these crazy things that are going on uh, in our country, around the world too, but but mostly our country, the division, the um, the fear. I mean, this is supposed to be a magical time of year, right? Uh, a time of hope, a time um, of, of family and just togetherness. And all those things are kind of being pushed aside. All those things are being um, under attack. And uh, I, I just, I can't stand it. I, I won't stand for it. I am totally against so much of it and uh so i'm gonna have some uh, topics today that might might anger some but hey as i've told you before you kind of know what to expect on the get home safe podcast usually me rambling away probably uh angering somebody maybe making somebody chuckle i don't know i try to keep it uh try to keep it uh open free whatever like uh, unlike our country uh which is uh, a whole other story um hopefully you guys don't hear the neighbors here um, as uh, the kids are off and been making a lot of noise through our very thin walls. And uh, for those not watching on YouTube, got our lovely Christmas tree behind me. I thought I would change up the background a little bit for the special uh, Christmas week. I almost said holiday. And I, then I went into to realize just how angry I get when I hear happy holidays. It's Think about it. It's the only holiday, Christmas that is, where we supplement the word holiday. People always is just it's just to cover all the holidays. Oh, really? How come we don't do that for other holidays? 
just curious. I said one time in the summer, I said, happy holidays. Uh, and, 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 uh, and I want to be say happy holidays because it was around Valentine's day, uh, St. Patrick's day and Easter, right? February, March, April. And those, if you break it down by St. Valentine's, St. Patrick's, uh, technically, technically those are religious, those are religious holidays. Let's be honest. Let's, let's search our souls here. So I said, happy holidays so that we, I include all three of those holidays um, at whatever it was, March or, or, or February, I was saying this and I said, and yes, that's how stupid happy holidays at Christmas time sounds. People just like, it, it, it's the C word, man. You can't, you can't say Christmas. It's like, come on, you can do it. Merry Christmas. I can't, I can't even Chris, quit like people are being tortured. We've been, um, what's the word? We've been programmed to say happy holidays. And maybe you don't celebrate Christmas, but most of the country does. Most people do. Even if it's not a religious side of things, like that's the thing. It's a federal holiday. Everyone's off that. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. We got, you know, uh, nurses and uh, military police and, you know, fire. They're all they're they're We're not all of them working, but they're working. So, but, but most of us get the day off. Right. And it's, uh, you don't have to, we know the reason for the season. Uh, most of us, you know, believe all that stuff in, in the new Testament and the good book of, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we believe those things, but there's, there's other people who, who are secular, who are, um, agnostic or atheist or whatever. And, and they still celebrate Christmas. You can celebrate Christmas without being super religious. It's okay. So happy holidays. Yeah. Just for you. And it goes so people go so far with it too. Oh, I'm on a holiday party, holiday break. Holiday is like describing. You can't use holiday to describe a holiday. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's like, like football is a sport. You can't say, uh, I don't even know where I'm trying to go with this. Where am I trying to go with this? You can't use the word holiday to describe a holiday. It, I mean, it, it is a holiday, but you can't uh, title it a holiday. Which holiday is this? That, that's what I'll say. Which holiday is this? A uh, holiday. I don't know which. Yeah, I know. I know it's a holiday, but which holiday? Um, well, oh, happy holidays. No, I, I understand that. Which holiday are you saying, sending me happy praise for? Well, you know, whichever one you, you, um, you and your family respectfully celebrates. You have, you have wonderful, wonderful winter solstice tree behind you. Do we really? Is this really where we want to? The direction we want to go? Is it that hard to say Merry Christmas? Is it that difficult? And to the people it might offend. If you take, let's say you're the biggest atheist, maybe not even atheist. Let's just say you don't celebrate Christmas. Let's say you're, you're, you're Jewish or uh, whatever. You celebrate something else. If someone ish, wishes you a Merry Christmas, are you seriously, seriously that like offended at all? That someone would be wishing you good cheer, a holiday they celebrate, most of the country celebrates, and they wish you, hey, Merry Christmas. <gasps> I can't believe you would do that to me. Treat you like you're uh, not wearing a mask or something. Different subject, I know. But uh, 
Yeah. Merry Christmas, guys. It's not that difficult. You can say it. I love saying it after someone tells me happy holidays in a grocery store or when I'm driving for Uber or whatever. And sure, I'll get in trouble for that. I'm sure somehow, some way. Slap on the wrist. How dare you celebrate Christmas? But this stuff has been happening for a long time. The war on Christmas, the war on our traditions. I mean, I'm going to try to stay positive today. But I mentioned I have a few things that uh, I get riled up about, especially this last week when I was like, oh, I'm writing that one down. So Merry Christmas. Can we stop saying holiday? You can't just say, well, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. Like, just say it. Because next week, you're going to say Happy New Year. That's a funny thing. As soon as, you know, we say Happy Holidays only at Christmas. And you're like, well, we're summing up all the holidays, Thanksgiving and New Year's. And okay, well, yeah, but you say Happy Thanksgiving. You say Happy New Year. You can say Merry Christmas. It's all right. It's okay. Try it on. You might like it, guys. Don't be programmed. Like, like just anytime someone says this is what you're supposed to do, growing up and through Rio and my parents and everything, it's like, okay, I bought into this stuff. But as I've been an adult and I've tried to see like, and I've seen like this control that people like try to, to put on us, eh, I'm kind of going the other way with it. If you, if you, if you say, uh, jump, I'm not saying so high, how high anymore. I've always been a good soldier, but, uh, you know what, there comes a time when we all got to kind of stand up for ourselves and, uh, Make our own decisions. What a concept, right? So Merry Christmas. I'm going to keep saying it all through this program, guys, because it's uh, December 21st. That is the winter solstice, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all that crazy science stuff. I'm a science denier, I guess. Uh, anyway, um, let me see here. So I had lunch last week with a good friend, uh, took him to the airport, and uh, we went to uh, Philly's Best. And uh, haven't had Philly, Philly's Best in a long time. Great cheesesteak, right? And, uh, you know, you think, okay, Philadelphia, you know, cheesesteaks, freedom, uh, you know, where Liberty Bell is, where, you know, Declaration of Independence, I could be wrong on that. Anyway, it's a very, uh, you know, historical city and great cheesesteaks, man. So we go in there and uh, like the rest of this uh, uh, barren waste, wasteland of Los Angeles, we go in and you got to wear a mask to walk in and signs everywhere. You must wear your mask unless you're sitting at a table because that is the safe zone. Um, so we walk in and we go to order and there's this glass, uh, you know, window. Uh, that's a temporary one, obviously, that is set up between the cashier and us. So we go in and we, we, we kind of lean in to order. There's a uh, lady behind the counter wearing a mask and uh, behind this glass plated, uh, bulletproof glass, um, very welcoming, I must say. And so we <laughs> go in there and I lean in order. She's like, is this together? I was like, yeah, it's together. It's fine. So I order. My friend goes to lean in, pulls his mask down, not like all the way, just pulls it down so that you can kind of see his mouth. Keep in mind, there's glass here between us. And as he goes to order, he had like a number one with like, it was going to be for three seconds or whatever. The lady goes, oh, put your mask on. And he kind of like, looks at me thinking like is she joking like is she serious and so he goes okay well he goes to order again and i wish you guys just listening could see this but on youtube you'll see what i mean he goes to order again pulls the mask down just a little so you can read you know first of all so you can talk so you can uh get the the sound through the uh, bulletproof glass and she <laughs> she does it again but this time <laughs> she like jumps backwards <gasps> like <laughs> Like he was trying. It was as if he had a knife and was assaulting her. That was that was the image I got. 
And I, at that point, I just like turned away, biting my lip, laughing so hard. And he finally ordered. I took her a bunch more tries. Uh, I had a, a hundred dollar bill in my hand and I went to pay as with a card like I normally do. And I'm like, nope, you're getting cash, lady. You're getting that deadly, uh, unsafe cash that uh, has, you know, been transferred through a bunch of people. So my little victory there, I gave her the cash. She took her time breaking me. And so me and my friend are just chuckling. I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. As far as a rational fear goes, th that is, I don't know if it's, if it's funny or sad. So then we're waiting for our drinks, of course. And, and I look at the wall and I see, oh, there you go. That explains it. And it says University of Pennsylvania graduate or alumni or whatever. And it might not have been her, but still with kind of the things that were going in the news with, uh, we'll say some Ivy League uh, schools and, and other things, you know, shutting down out of complete fear when uh, everyone's vaccinated. And uh, look at you may think I'm some heartless uh, person, heartless, uh, whatever you want to fill in there. Um, but I'm just, I'm over this irrational fear. Okay. You know what? I know people, it's been almost two years. Uh, this is the second Christmas where people are like, don't celebrate. Do not see loved ones. You must wear uh, hazmat suits to go see loved ones. You know what? It's like, no, no, I'm done with this. I'm over it. Um, I, I'm not living in fear. You want to live in fear? Go ahead. All right. The lady there behind the counter, I feel so bad for her because she believes a lot of the things she hears and is just not thinking rational or clearly. But that's California for, for you. That's Burbank specifically, uh, which is a city that is just flooded with uh, irrational fear. So I uh, thought I'd share that experience. Um, I, I just and of course, the two TVs that were on in the corners. No, not ESPN, which I'll get to in a second. Not Fox Sports, not anything like that. Oh, of course, in one corner, we had CNN and the other corner, we had uh, MSNBC. So uh, propaganda all around. And the last time I probably visit that uh, Philly's best uh, in Burbank. But anyway, hopefully you haven't turned off the podcast here by now. But uh, that was very random and something that um, I wanted to get to um, uh, another thing. First one out of uh, more more kind of anger, and I'll try to get these things out of the way first before we move into the cheery section of the podcast. Uh, ESPN, you know, you ever been in this love hate relationship with someone? Like you, you date someone you know you shouldn't. You're like just like back and forth, on again, off again. Um, maybe it's with a family member, a friend. I don't know, but usually you see it in relationships, right? This love hate. Uh, thing, your sports teams, maybe. Well, ESPN is kind of that for me. Um, they offer so much content, um, unfortunately, with sports. If there was a brand new channel created and, and, you know, cover, I don't, I used to watch SportsCenter nightly, daily. Um, I don't anymore. I, I hardly ever watch ESPN unless it is a specific game. Unfortunately, it's got a lot of college basketball, a lot of college football. Um, the only thing I might watch on ESPN is college game day on Saturday mornings. But other than that, I don't like hardly any of their content. They're always preaching to you. And ESPN, uh, a week ago or so, they made this big deal, apparently, out of uh, the Bubba Wallace uh, news incident. Remember this? Remember this fake news uh, that occurred? Uh, it was a year to the date, right? And look, if something like this had, had been true and real, yes, it's reprehensible. I got to say that. Uh, reprehensible and uh, completely unacceptable and, and something that, uh, none of us, uh, none of us should uh, laugh at or joke about or anything. But the whole alleged noose in his garage was a complete fabrication. It wasn't a noose. It was a pull down rope for a garage that had been there, according to the FBI, uh, weeks before, if not a month, I don't know, a month or so before. 
It wasn't some hate crime. However, ESPN and their irresponsible reporting, and if you want to call it journalism, uh, propaganda, in my opinion, they make a big deal about this story one year later and how it united NASCAR. And it was completely based around a false event. And what they're doing is trying to stir us up, trying to stir up this r- racial division and hatred. And that pisses me off. It's absolutely unacceptable. Hate crimes are serious issues. If they, if they did not actually happen, yes, I'm looking at you, Jesse Smollett, then you are the one who's making a mockery of a serious situation. There was no uh, hate racial crime against Bubba Wallace, yet he went on to talk about it and say, you know, a horrible, uh, you know, I don't think he went as far to go traumatic and everything, but ESPN has gone so woke that they're now... They're now talking about reliving, they're reliving experiences that weren't true. They weren't true. Yet you're trying to push it as truth. That's scary to me. That's propaganda. I don't know how many times I gotta use that word. It 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 didn't happen. And you're trying to make it seem like it did. One year ago, we've come a long way. A long way from what? It didn't happen. And some of you probably go, Matt, how can you just talk about, why do you do this? Come on, Matt, just talk about Christmas. Be happy. I want to be happy. I also hate seeing a sports network talk about fake uh, hate crimes, race hoaxes. If there's so many of these running rampant all over the country, how come, things, how come some people have to make them up? So it's, it's an interesting question. I'm not saying they don't exist, but my God, they're... I talked about fear earlier with the COVID lady, irrational fear. I truly do believe some people really enjoy fear. And I'm not talking about the fear of a roller coaster going you know, through a loop or something. I think being afraid gives people like purpose. What about being brave? What about being courageous? I know we label everybody as brave. Oh, you talked about who you like in high school. Well, you're, you're brave. Oh, you, uh, you told a manager something who 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 uh, tried to hold you accountable for something at your job. Oh, you're brave. Now brave is even the, the word brave has been mislabeled. So a little fired up, a little fired up because my holiday, you know, my Christmas season, I'll say is being uh, is being assaulted by uh, misinformation. That's another fancy word people love to uh, misuse, which is hilarious. Uh, the Bubba Wallace noose incident, it did not happen. It was a fake news, fake news situation. So again, I can't say it enough. If it did happen, if it was real, absolutely, uh, reprehensible. And the people who, who, uh, did it should be, uh, held accountable and, and brought to justice. But there was no one who did it. It was a complete, uh, random rope for the garage to pull down and pull you know pull down the uh, the garage door it wasn't um this targeted attack on someone it's completely random so anyway um can't say it again if it was if, if it was an attack if it was a targeted attempt evil wrong there i said it but it's not what happened and espn uh is is being irresponsible and it kills me that i have to I don't have to. I guess I don't have to. 
but it kills me that I do turn on their channels sometimes. I can't watch their talk shows anymore, um, their, their morning shows, um, because it always goes super left. And I'm just like, can you just tell me who won the game last night? Can you just tell me uh, you know, why they went forward on fourth and one last night? That's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear about some rally or how uh, inspiring, um, inspire change or what. I, just please, sports. Can we do that? Is that okay? So uh, this is a funny story, and I talked about it a little bit uh, with some friends, and uh, Valerie posted it on Facebook. Um, you know, there's some things that are a big deal, some things that aren't. It's all in the eye of the beholder. And uh, I got I have yeah, YouTube TV is our cable provider. Uh, streaming is great, man. No, no cords, and just uh, you know, it doesn't freeze that often. Uh, I, I love streaming. I've done Sling. I've done uh, PlayStation View, which uh, went out of business probably because of the name. Should have changed their name, uh, unfortunately. Um, uh, they were great. We've done, I said Sling. I, I was currently doing YouTube TV. And I get an email from YouTube TV saying, we could not reach an agreement with Disney. Therefore, uh, all the ESPN family and networks will no longer be available on our streaming. Uh, ESPN, ESPN2, SEC Network, everything. And I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, what? What are you talking about? First of all, YouTube, since they own owned by Google and Disney, pretty big, these huge corporations, can you guys you know, kind of come together and, and, and meet and, or whatever, come to an, a, an agreement for us common folk, for us peasants, please, who just want to watch uh, a random college football game on Saturday? Is that okay? So couldn't reach an agreement, so we will no longer carry ESPN. Uh, well, we will lower your bill, however, $15. I was like, lower my bill? What's the point of having a cable provider if you can't watch most of the sporting events? So I started panicking, and I, I you know, it was Saturday, first Saturday of bowl games. I mean, there was an NFL game on. I had to go to work, of course, but still, it's the principle. Some things a man can't live without. And, I, and I, as I grow older, I'm seeing there are more and more things I can't live without, and maybe ESPN will be on that list someday, but not right now. Not during the college bowl season. College basketball is getting going too. I mean, hockey's now on ESPN. Although everything's shut down now because of, uh, you know, the, the flu is back. So um, I start freaking out. And, and I know Valerie is kind of in the other room. And I'm just like, I can't live like this. I'm not going to live like this. I need, you know, I need my fix. So I asked her, she had Hulu, one of the basic plans. I said, we're going to upgrade your Hulu. Uh, we need ESPN. And so we upgraded and I was apparently going off saying a bunch of things that she was just laughing hysterically about. She wrote them down on her Facebook, making fun of me um, because I was, I was literally freaking out. Like I want this fixed immediately. Uh, sorry. Screw you, YouTube. Screw YouTube TV. I was like, you can't, you just, you're killing me. So I, I deleted the account. I, I added Hulu. I uh, scrolled through it. Not, a, not, a, not a quite as good as uh, you know, the, the, the screen on YouTube TV, but Hulu, not bad. Had all the channels I needed. Started scrolling through, and I found like the Division One AA playoff game or something. I was and I was saying stuff like, "Oh man, thank God, random teams are on the television. Uh, that means we have full access." And Val's just laughing. I'm like, "I'm like, you guys are, you'll never understand uh, this this true torture." So uh, that crisis was averted, and, and again, I felt semi bad because of the whole Bubba Wallace uh, situation that had just occurred. I was like, "I hate that I need you." I hate that I need you, Espen, but for now, uh, I do. Uh, this is a term thrown around in boxing all the time. UFC, speaking of boxing, man, you guys see the Jake Paul knockout? <laughs> Tyron Woodley got dropped 
And I mean, uh, what a Paul came in tight, like he was going to the body and then a massive right hand. Woodley got smoked, face plant to the ground, uh, you know, gloves behind him. It was, that was ugly. That was nasty. Say what you want about the Paul brother, uh, Paul brothers, but man, that, Jake Paul, a couple of his knockouts have really been impressive. I really want to see him fight a regular boxer though. Not these UFC guys, not some celebrity. It's time for him to fight a real boxer. Even someone who's, uh, doesn't have many fights under his career, but the term champion is thrown around. He's a champion of, uh, I don't know this justice or he's uh, boxing. Boxing has too many champions. Everyone's a champion. There's four champions at weight at uh, every weight class or something. We throw that term around too often. There's words we use now that are overused. And there's also words that kind of get pushed aside. I, I open the show with that holiday and Christmas, right? We have to pay attention to kind of what's going on. If we open our eyes, actually open our ears, um, for one second, just think about all the words you hear now that you didn't hear before. Equity is a big one. Not equality, equity. Now we need not just equal of opportunity, but it has to be. Um, it has to be the uh, uh, equal, fair result. Can you imagine equity in the NFL? Hey, the Jets haven't won a game in a long time. Uh, haven't, haven't finished above 500 for a long time, but it would be equitable if the New York Jets made the playoffs this year. Sorry, uh, Baltimore Ravens, you've been in the playoffs the past five years or whatever it's been. Uh, we, we have to push uh, into the New York Jets. That, that's equity. It was, all, it was all equal. It was equality. Everyone played 17 games this year. That's equality. You had a chance to get enough wins for the playoffs. But equity, yeah, we need Jets. It's time for you guys. Just an analogy, but you hear equity a lot. You hear, uh, you know, misinformation. You hear, uh, and when things, when when something doesn't go uh, your your way, or people aren't buying into something, the verbiage even changes, or maybe the entire uh, situation cha changes. Uh, I'll just say this: weather comes to mind. Uh, terms are mis are, are turned on that all the time. But champion. Everyone's a champion. No, not everyone's a champion. There's losers. There's second placers. Um, I've been a champion before, and I've also been a, a first-round playoff loser before. Champion's way better, but I wasn't good enough to always get there. So I just, I just, it's like it's turned into the new participation trophy. People were up in arms about participation trophies, and so they just started calling everyone a champion. No. No, no, no. I'm not going to stand for it. Not going to stand for it. A little copy break here. I also want to talk about this concept of how a lot of, you know, people, you know, the, the, the phrase, it's not a big deal. Oh, that's not a big deal. Well, you know what? A lot of not a big deals can add up to big deals. Don't that makes sense to you? All right. But let's look at COVID. For, I hate to bring, you know, it's a controversial subject. It's just two weeks. Not a big deal. It's just a mask. Not a big deal. It's just uh, no one working, losing your jobs. Okay, not a big deal. It's just a vaccine. Not a big deal. It's just a booster. Not a big deal. It's just not seeing family at Christmas one year. Not a big deal. Oh, it's just seeing family at Christmas two years. Not a big deal. 
do you kind of see i i i, I don't want to talk COVID all day because uh, because i'm over it i'm over it i want to live my life and uh you know it's, it's funny as some people take take that concept as i want to walk around and start sneezing on people or something what you know that's not what i mean it's just time for us to live our lives all right oh variants you know i'm not again i am not being sensitive to people who have passed away all right i'm not doing that i feel sorry for everyone who's passed away uh i may or may not know someone who recently uh passed away but um where was i going with this <laughs> <laughs> what was I? Uh, big deals. So a lot of big deals. Uh, a lot of not big deals add up to big deals. All right. Um, again, relationships, you can see this. Um, what you permit, what you tolerate. All right. That's not a big deal. I can live with that. All right. And maybe maybe there's truth in that. All right. But ESPN, oh, it's not a big deal. To me, it was. That's not, that is a big deal. <laughs> I'm crazy. I know. I don't want to, I don't want to be attached to ESPN like that. Trust me, I'm looking for alternatives, looking for other ways, uh, maybe someday. But for now, I, I try to balance uh, when I support, what I pay for, this and that. But uh, you know, keep that in mind. A lot of big deals, not a big deals, add up to big deals. And, and let's flip that to the positive side. Maybe, um, you know, like gifts, for instance, giving gifts to a lot of different friends. All right, it's just, it's just a little something. It's just a, you know a, a, a beverage in a bottle. It's just some cookies. It's just whatever. Like it's not a big deal. But if you do that a lot, or say you're at Christmas um, and you're on the receiving end, you get a lot of little gifts. Don't you feel pretty blessed at the end of Christmas? Don't you feel like, man, I got a lot of gifts this year? Maybe it's it's tw you know twelve different packages of cookies or uh, chocolates or whatever. Like it's all stuff you probably shouldn't eat, but still, like there's a sense of a lot of these little things added up to big things. That's kind of like why I love sports and teams and how um, it's all about the little things adding up to a big goal. And so I think whether it's negative or positive, um, sometimes it's good to say, oh, that's not a big deal. And sometimes it's, it's, uh, it's important to realize, no, that is more than not a big deal. That will lead to a very big deal. All right. So uh, the, again, you get all this randomness from me on um, on uh, Tuesdays. Um, last thing I'll say, probably in uh, in uh, regarding uh, controversial stuff. Uh, look at, I'm no expert. I'm no anything. I'm just a random Rams fan podcasting on a Tuesday morning. Um, I know this. This is all I'm going to say. I know there's a few things you can't control. Uh, people, first of all, but that's a separate subject. Okay, you can't control a virus or the weather. That's all I'm going to say. You, 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 we need to stop trying to do that. You can't control the virus or, or a virus or the weather. We just can't do it. You can keep trying, but I don't think it's going to end well. Uh, and some will say, well, yeah, of course it's not going to end well because we're not controlling. Let's just try to accept those things. If we can accept those things, I think we'd have a healthier healthier, happier uh, planet, we'll say. Um, and this, uh, you know, professional athletes are like the healthiest individuals out there. I know uh, they're extremely fit. Uh, maybe them have some heart issues or whatever, but, you know, that's on the big, big scheme of things. Um, they're very, very healthy. And they are of pretty much no risk to uh, 
hospitalization or anything of that nature from uh, uh, you know, viruses and sickness, really. Yes, I know some guys do. Okay, some guys I'm sure have had the flu really bad and whatever. All right. Well, now what about the spread? Okay, there's other precautions everyone's taking, right? If you're if you're if you're elderly or older, uh, probably a good idea to get vaccinated, right? Probably not a good idea to go hang out in big crowds or whatever. Uh, but if you do so, or you do, you do not decide to do those things. Hey, it's your life. Live your life, man. Okay, but but we got to stop acting like the healthiest. Uh, athletes that help on the planet are at severe risk uh from things and and, we, and i know the argument oh it's about other people or their families and this and that well uh take precautions of course everyone needs to be responsible for their own safety for their own actions okay i'm sorry i i i i i like my neighbors or i like my neighborhood okay it's not up to them to defend my house it would be nice if they helped out or whatever cool but i i don't count on them to protect my household to protect me necessarily if they do great but it's not shouldn't be expected you protect yourself you protect your loved ones uh we, we like talk about personal accountability all the time but that seems to go out the window anyway let's jump into some sports topics again i need a lot more coffee um okay it's december and uh, before I go here, I do have one final Christmas list for you guys, a top 10 list, if you will. So I will end the show with that. Uh, and today is Tuesday. It's Tuesday morning. This show will be out here uh, here in an hour or so before noon, probably. Uh, today, my LA Rams do play the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Tuesday, matinee, 4 o'clock, um, as well as uh, Washington Redskins are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, the two final games of week 15 in the NFL. And, uh, you know, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about every Rams game um, because they are in the hunt, man. They're right there. Um, them in Seattle always kind of go uh, nose to nose. So uh, we'll see what happens uh, today after the big uh, win by the Rams last week in Arizona. Um, just a perception about the NFL. Um, you know, I've talked a long time about running quarterbacks. I'm talking mobile guys necessarily, but this whole idea, this whole love affair with the quarterbacks running the football. Now, I know the rules have changed. You, you can't even touch these guys anymore. And you can see it when a lot of them get in the open field. A lot of them are like looking for a hit. Like, come on, hit me, hit me, hit me. Um, it's kind of embarrassing that it's come to that. Um, but it's interesting to me. I've said this for a long time. You know, the whole running quarterback, be careful what you wish for. Uh, it's not to say mobile guys uh, can't be successful or whatever, but my point of all this is is that the NFL still is a pocket passer league, um, and the proof uh, is the proof is uh, is in the pudding, man. Um, you look at guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady who are in their forties, still slinging it, looking looking uh, darn good. Uh, and I know Rodgers moves around pretty good. He has a lot of escapability. Tom Brady doesn't. All right. Um, and it's not to say those guys haven't been injured. Tom Brady had a torn ACL before on, on a low hit. Rogers has broken a clavicle before. Okay. Injuries happen. All right. But what we're not seeing right now is a lot of the pocket passers in the league. They seem to be pretty healthy as we move into the final weeks of the season. What you are seeing is, is a lot of these running quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, uh, they seem to be uh, banged up. And it's not to say, you know, I know Lamar kind of got hit as he was throwing the ball, all right? But again, it's, it's an accumulation of being tackled, all right? Quarterbacks are hit enough in the pocket, okay? Every time they run the ball, I know they can slide, they can run out of bounds, all right? But 
the the hits that they take. I mean, I've seen Lamar, they run power plays with him on uh, fourth and one and stuff. And it's like, why do you want your quarterback taking those hits? Kyler Murray, little guy. All right. He's an excellent passer. He's so quick. Uh, but, but man, when, when, when pressure gets to him, he looks small, so, so, so small, so fast. He's very frustrated right now. And then let's even look at some bigger guys. Uh, Josh Allen, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, remember when he took the lead by storm? Oh, he's going to change the game, power football, this and that. Cam looks worn down, beat up, man. And I fear that that's what's going to happen with Josh Allen, the Buffalo. Big guy. He can take a lot of hits, right? Uh, he's tough to bring down. But I, I, feel, I feel like he's Cam Newton 2.0 if you really think about it. Look at those two careers, right? Uh, stellar performer, tough as nails, a uh, guy that's, uh, you, you know, can throw the ball, can also run it uh, down by the goal line, gets a lot of carries. I, I think it's it's dangerous, man. You're, you're playing with fire. Cam deteriorated really quick. Um, he still should be playing at a higher, higher level than he is, and he hasn't. And I think it, a lot of it has to do with a lot of the punishment he took over the years. Um, you look at someone like Russell Wilson. Russell has great escapability uh, from the pocket. He drives you nuts uh, as a as a opposing team, right? And um, he he gets he gets roughed up a little bit here and there. My point with guys like Russell Wilson, uh, Kyler Murray specifically, I saw this last week against the Rams. By the fourth quarter, whether these guys are getting sacked or not, by the fourth quarter, these guys look absolutely exhausted. All right, I'm sure it, it's. It's tiring to, to deliver the ball from the pocket and to mentally break everything down. But when you add in constantly running for your life, running for first downs, these guys are dead tired at the end of the game. Think about running backs. When they run the ball, they get a few carries, they go out. Quarterbacks, they don't ever go out. So I think that's another factor to this whole running quarterback thing, this whole running quarterback love affair. Is that man? By the end of the game, these guys are just—they—they they look spent. They look dead tired. And if you got to go to overtime or something, God forbid, uh, how much do they have left in the tank? They're the best athletes in the world. They're way better shape than I am. They're conditioned and everything. It's just an observation. I think quarterbacks who run around a lot um, by the end of the game, especially here in December after 15 games or so, 14 games, uh, they just look absolutely exhausted. And I don't know if that plays well going into the playoffs, but we'll see. Patrick Mahomes. Guy escapes like crazy. He runs around a ton. But remember last year in the Super Bowl, we saw him. He looked absolutely dead tired, uh, having to just escape and run for his life against the, the Buccaneers. So um, just my thoughts on the whole running quarterback love affair as I will continue to preach against it. And, and in the September, everybody loves it. Oh, the new the new game, it's changed. Run the zone option. It's great. Uh, yeah, until guys start to get banged up. And uh, again, it may not be one hit, one injury, but it takes time over the course of time. Probably not the best of uh, time. I tried to give you guys some real quality examples there. Um, look at, say what you will about the Rams. Um, I think the best offensive player in the league right now is Cooper Cup. And I think the best defensive player in the league is still Aaron Donald. I'm a little biased, but I also think with the production, um, and even if uh, Donald isn't getting a ton of sacks or whatever, the attention he gets, uh, the the way in which a game is called completely different uh, offensively to go away from him or double, triple team him. Uh, he still wreaks havoc, and I think he's still the best defensive player. Offensively, there's some great guys, especially quarterbacks, but I think the production from Cooper Cup uh, it has been outstanding. And uh, 
um, he, he just, he, he amazes me every game. He really does. And when he was interviewed a few weeks back, he was talking about a, a route he ran and he gave like this two paragraph essay about, uh, you know, why he ran the route and the coverage. And I was just like, whoa, he's like little McVeigh out there on the field. So, um, very skilled individual, a guy that has a, a great speed and breaks tackles. And, uh, yeah, I do think Cooper Cup is the best offensive player in the NFL to date. My, uh, Rams haters out there will argue with me, but, uh, that's just, uh, this year, anyway, this year, I think Cooper Cup has been uh, phenomenal. Let's see. There's an all Madden documentary coming out on Christmas Day on Fox. I am so jacked up for this. I love John Madden uh, as a kid, watching him on the Fox game of the week, also his video game. So, I mean, you just you say the word Madden, people know you're talking NFL football video game. Started on, what, the Sega Genesis and has transformed into all the uh, all the great video games uh, that still continue to be played to this day. So uh, John Madden, all Madden documentary, talking about his days in college, talking about his days as an NFL coach and then a broadcaster. This is going to be something you don't want to miss. I believe it's 11 a.m. on Christmas Day, uh, 11 a.m. Pacific time uh, at uh, on Fox. So there is some uh, NFL football on on um, Saturday also um, that lead into that. Uh, that that leads into, I should say. I think there's a Fox game. Let me double check here. I think there's two football games on Christmas Day, Saturday. Uh, let's see, week 16, can't believe that's here. Two games on Saturday, the Browns Packers at 1.30 um, on Fox. So the Madden documentary kind of leads into that. So man, if uh, if you're kind of in between Christmas morning and kind of your Christmas afternoon, uh, evening dinner, uh, man, I got to tell you, that, that's definitely something you should set aside 11 a.m. after presents uh, here on the Pacific uh time zone and then the Colts Cardinals that's going to be a great football game on Saturday night uh Christmas night 5:15 on the NFL network um hopefully god willing you have that channel uh, I know I do and uh I will be tuning in for sure so that'll be a great game the Colts have just they've they've come out of nowhere really and uh I've been watching them on Hard Knocks it's been phenomenal I love this in-season Hard Knocks I told you guys that before but um it's absolutely been uh, been great. Let me see. What else do we need here? Do we need anything else? Uh, this is a quote I wrote down. Uh, how many lives have been ruined by, I'll do it later. How many times do you tell yourself that? I said that all the time. Like, I'll do that later. And then I always, it always comes around and I'm just like, why didn't I just do that when I should have? You know, it could be anything, uh, a bill, um, uh, a, a chore, it's something. I'll do it later. I think there's been more damage done by I'll do it later. Than uh, any other phrase. Well, we'll think of some phrases. What other? What have been some other uh, dangerous, uh, uh, irresponsible phrases? I'm sure there's been a few from 2021 and 2020, uh, 2020 and 2021, uh, 2022 around the corner. That's kind of odd. Hopefully, it's not 2020 the sequel, if you know what I mean. Um, but I don't know. 2021 wasn't that much better than 2020. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I mean, uh, it's been rather expensive with gas prices and inflation and all those things. I don't know what changed in 2021. Uh, something did. But anyway, um, yeah, not, not that great of a year. I remember last year on Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, we were talking about, man, looking forward to uh, 2021, wiping this year clean. But I got to tell you, I, I, I can't wait to turn the calendar on 2021 as well. Not been, a, not been a great year for a lot of different reasons. Okay. It's Christmas time. Enough of my randomness, enough of my sports topics. It's time to dive into Christmas. One final Christmas list for you guys. Uh, 
first uh foremost my christmas plans christmas eve valerie and i'll enjoy our little home here we got a new fireplace finally um some heaters because this place uh literally freezes like uh, the north pole so we got some of that so we're gonna start our christmas celebration maybe even on the 23rd but presents will be open christmas eve between me and her christmas morning um be celebrating with uh, some family and then christmas afternoon uh with some family as well had a great time this last weekend um the, with some uh, some friends got to see drop some gifts off uh had some uh, refreshments we'll say ended up going to dinner um at a, at a cool hibachi restaurant uh, christmas celebration saw the one and only bill barnes uh who was there with his christmas jacket i posted a video of him dancing earlier in the afternoon so he was fired up and uh this this guy we this stranger we who was at our table with us him and uh, two kids fun conversation i was with some uh you know barnes of course law enforcement so some other law enforcement friends of ours and a conversation got going anyway i left the table to take a uh, unfortunate phone call um but uh i found out later this guy who was real talkative and friendly with everybody um he ended up leaving as i was outside on the phone and he waved at me and uh found out this guy paid for everybody's dinner i think he heard that a few of the people we were talking to were law enforcement or and um i gotta imagine that's why he did what he did and maybe he went to the hibachi grill that night planning to do this just for uh by dinner or christmas dinner if you will for some random people but i i thought that was that was really awesome and uh thank you to i think his name was ryan i'm not positive i think his name was ryan but uh god bless you man and thank you for the the uh the christmas meal and um i know his wife was going so through some uh recovery and things uh so godspeed to her and have a merry christmas sir thank you very much for your very kind act indeed uh bill barnes uh, in his christmas sweater was taught his christmas jacket was talking to me about making an appearance on the podcast soon so uh stay tuned that could be happening very very soon guys not a weekly thing by any means but bill barnes might in fact uh, make a return appearance to the podcast so you're gonna have to stay tuned for that i also have another uh guest tracy McFate lined up who's been on the podcast before it will be his third or fourth time i think he was on last christmas uh and then he replaced uh filled in for bill barnes in the summer uh once but he's always a lot of fun to talk to so he'll be on the podcast soon uh there was one final christmas uh thing tradition before i get into my list here uh, i forget i can't remember too many things to uh to think about to talk about so uh christmas is here i'm excited you guys know it got my beautiful tree behind me looks like my battery is running a little low here might have to uh I have to upgrade and plug in here in a minute, but I do want to uh, talk about my Christmas list real quick. Oh, I know I said I was getting into my Christmas list here, the final top 10 list of the Christmas season from Matt Hershma, but there was a story that I posted and I wanted you guys to look it up if you've not seen it already. Um, I, I saw a few videos on it. I talked about it before and then I, I uh, looked up a kind of a documentary or two uh, about it but it's called the christmas truce of 1914 if you want something that kind of gets your christmas spirits uh, uh up and running uh look that up it's from world war one um specifically the british and the germans um you know facing off uh in their trenches not far from each other in the first year of uh world war one and uh first christmas too um it's a great story it's something that i think we can all learn from um that even in the scariest of moments the worst of times uh up against uh brutal hated enemies 
Um, there's still a time to celebrate Christmas, if you will. So it starts with kind of Christmas carols on, on Christmas Eve and spills into Christmas Day, coming out of the trenches and celebrating Christmas together. Um, I can't really do it justice by describing it that way, but uh, please check that out. Spend a few minutes to look up the Christmas truce of 1914, and uh, maybe it'll inspire some of you to to celebrate Christmas, to maybe reach out to those you haven't talked to in a while, uh, to maybe clear up uh, some uh, arguments or, or things of that nature too, because Christmas is that time really where it's important, I think, for us to come together um, one day a year at least, even though it's an entire season where uh, we can all um, improve ourselves, celebrate uh, loved ones, and just, um, man, and embrace that Christmas spirit. So the Christmas truce of 1914, check it out, please. I guarantee you, uh, you you'll get a little uh, emotional and, and maybe think about a few things that, uh, well, that are, that are within you. I know I sure did. So let me get to my top 10 list here to finish out the show. Uh, I've done my top 10 Christmas movies. I've done my top 10 Christmas songs. Last week I did my top 10 Christmas traditions, just kind of random things that I like to do at Christmas time. This week, because we're, let's be honest, this week, Christmas week, we're grubbing, man. We, we are eating. You know what? This is not the time to count calories. This is not the time to go, uh, you know, carb free, neutral, whatever free, uh, whatever the terms are. This is the time. This is it, guys. This is the Olympics of eating this, this week. We, we start, we get it going. We started up with Thanksgiving. That's a fun few days. Christmas week. Come on now. It's, it's time. Uh, too much sugar, too much, uh, too many carbs, too, too many other things, too many lots of things is, uh, what I, is what I want to get into this week. So let's dive in. I'm going to go top 10 Christmas goodies. Now, this is a very diverse list. Some of it, um, is like meals related and some of it is just kind of snacking goodies. Uh, you know, um, a lot of sugar on here. Gotta be honest. Gotta be on a lot of sugar. I, I would argue, man, almost more sugar and Christmas than Halloween, maybe not Halloween, but, um, now to each his own. These are just things that I think about at Christmas time, things that I maybe not even love that much, but I see them. I think of Christmas. I see it. They're out a lot. Right. And meals wise, the beauty of Christmas, is you kind of do whatever you want for your main meal, whether it's pasta or pot roast or turkey, ham. Uh, you can't go wrong. You really can't. But as far as the other goodies and traditions, um, well, I did traditions, but I mean, just things that you kind of see every year. Here we go. We'll get some argument here. I understand. I just, why I call it, I didn't call it Christmas food. It's Christmas goodies. I'm leaving it open to interpretation here. You can argue with me if you will. Or maybe I'd love to hear from you. Throw me your favorite things. I've told you this all month. But anyway, here we go. Top 10 Christmas goodies. And number 10, candy canes. Peppermint candy canes. Look it. I'm not a huge fan, but you see them out and about. Uh, red, white, and blue. It's the uh, red, white, and blue. Red and white candy. Uh, uh, you know, that. Yeah, classic look gives you the Christmas feel. Uh, the you know the candy cane shaped in the J. Also the uh, the uh, the shepherd's uh, staff. You know, there's uh, biblical references there, so that's why this comes in into play here. Uh, but a nice candy cane. I don't know after a meal or something, rather than have a mint. That's like oh, candy cane. That'd be nice. Um, so anyway, not my favorite, but again, I think you can't really uh, have the Christmas. Uh, the Christmas conversation, the Christmas uh, goodies out there without seeing some candy canes. And, every, you know, once a year, they're pretty good to have. So candy canes are on the list. 
uh, not just for flavor, but kind of the backstory, kind of the visualization of them, I guess, is why they are there. Uh, number nine, this is really low on the list, but I put it on here because not many people probably do this. I'm the only guy who does, well, me and a few friends, I should say. And I talked about this one last week in my Christmas tradition list, uh, but this is, uh, well, let's just say In-N-Out Burger. Okay, In-N-Out Burger is fantastic. Last night, in fact, I had In-N-Out brought to me by the good people of Federal Express, uh, FedEx Express, I should say, my employer, uh, brought the In-N-Out truck, that giant, beautiful rig, just set up shop, uh, little tents and orderings. Oh, it was phenomenal. And I hand you a receipt with no charge on it. It was just like... It's Christmas time now, guys. So got my double-double. No fries. You no know, sacrifices got to be made. You have chips and a drink. A uh, little in and out on the go there. So had in and out last night for uh, Christmas courtesy of FedEx. Um, I, I have in and out every Christmas Eve. I've been doing that for like 20 years now. I've gone into the reasons before, um, but it's a tradition I've kept going. Sometimes I have it at three in the afternoon. Sometimes I have it uh, 10 o'clock at night, you know, but uh, Valerie has bought into it. Not, not very hard to to convince her. So after work on Christmas Eve, I will stop at In-N-Out and uh, bring uh, bring some In-N-Out home while we do that and then uh, indulge in some gifts. It's just, I don't know. It's it's hot, good food. It, it Ah, it's Christmas in your mouth, man. Let me tell you. In-N-Out Burger. Try it sometime. Try it on Christmas Eve. They're not open Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve or maybe a few days before Christmas. Come on. that's You, you don't need an excuse to go to In-N-Out, but In-N-Out Burger. I'm sorry for all you non-West coasters or non, non-In-N-Out uh um, uh, states, you know, God bless you. You probably are better off than we are uh, in a lot of areas. But uh, In-N-Out Burger is the one thing really that uh, that uh, we can keep a one up on you guys over. And uh, man, it's good stuff. Oh, it's so good. Okay, number eight. Back to sugar here. Going gingerbread. Now you don't think of gingerbread as built like, especially you don't really think of that any other time of year except Christmas, right? And again, it's one of those foods, one of those flavors that I'm just like. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, give me some gingerbread. I want some of that. It just works. It's really good with coffee. What isn't? But gingerbread, the gingerbread house, right? Those are awesome. You bake this house and you want to eat the whole house. It's just, it's just really, really cool. Uh, gingerbread, I think, similar to candy canes. If you said gingerbread in June, uh, you would think, oh, Christmas, right? It's just gingerbread, especially the, the smell of it. Um, Ooh, just so good. Gingerbread cookies, although cookies is a whole nother animal that uh, is much higher on the list. Covers a lot of ground. But gingerbread, think about it. It's just, yeah, Christmas time. Give me some gingerbread. Number seven on the list, hot chocolate. All right. You're going to have hot chocolate any winter months, of course. All right. But hot chocolate specifically, I don't know. You got your coffee. That's great, too. You got your fancy vanilla lattes or whatever you people drink. But hot chocolate comes in. Christmas time, it just sounds good. It just sounds, uh, you know, it starts to get cold. Maybe you don't want that caffeine, but you, you want a little sugar, right? Uh, hot chocolate. Remember in Home Alone 2, he asked the, the uh, lady in the park, let's get some hot chocolate. Um, Christmas morning, we used to have hot chocolate, um, you know, randomly or whatever, but it was Christmas morning was the only time my mom would make it with milk. We had that for the first time where, we, where she heated up milk and then the hot chocolate in it. I was like, where has this been? This is phenomenal. Hot chocolate. And some people try it different ways. Some people spike it. Some people uh, have double hot chocolate, maybe a, some type of a stick or something in there, a stir stick, a chocolate spoon. There's a lot of different versions, but just hot chocolate. Think about it. I mean, man, Christmas time, you're a little cold. 
we can all go for some hot chocolate. Number six on the list. Good food item here. Now, oh, excuse me. No. Number six, before we get into the top five, continuing on the hot chocolate, uh, I just wrote down box of chocolates because I feel like this again, this is nothing specific. This is broad. This is out there. Like, look right here. We got right here a little plate full of chocolates. All right. Uh, I like it being out. I like seeing it visually. Um, you get those C's candy boxes that are phenomenal. We've already gotten one of those. Um, uh, little John's Toffee, which is here in Los Angeles. Best chocolate toffee ever. Uh, I got to send some to some friends here soon. But I just feel like there's candy, uh, not just candy boxes, but chocolate boxes everywhere. A uh, little piece, and you, you can't walk, walk by a room really without, oh, it's Christmas. Let me grab a chocolate, right? It's just, you're always in the mood. You're, you, you just, again, this is back to justifying. We justify our actions. And uh, I got to tell you, boxes of chocolate everywhere. As a matter of fact, what do we got here? I know it's early. Oh, speaking of gingerbread, I have before me here a Kit Kat gingerbread that I said, you know what? We absolutely need one of those. So th is this chocolate? This isn't chocolate. So this is gingerbread. Take color up right there. These were originally going to be gifts. I said, nope. Gingerbread Kit Kat. That stays here. What else we got? I won't have one of these. But this is your, your standard Reese's. But it's peanut brittle Reese's. So peanut brittle inside. Now this one I will have just because there's some chocolate here. And there was four of these. Now there's only two. So I am very suspicious of that lady upstairs, Valerie Burns. We'll dive into this one because this one is chocolate. It's just your, it's your standard Reese's, but in the tree shape. So if you see what I mean, there's just chocolate everywhere. And I absolutely love it. it it's, it's bad. I, I won't stand for it. I, the other 11 months a year, I keep it all out. I don't want to see it. Well, maybe a week before Halloween. But other than that, man, Christmas time, chocolate everywhere. We we destroyed a C's Candies uh, pound of candy that found its way to our doorstep. I mean, it, it did not last very long. Kind of ashamed. And I looked and I was like, you know, you, you remove the little candy wrappers out of the box. Or some of you leave them in. Some of you lunatics, you leave them in. We remove those wrappers. And I, so you look and you see not many candies in there. And then you look in the trash can, you look over my shoulder. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess we have had a few of those. Oh, unfortunate. But anyway, box of chocolates. I love C's candy. It tastes better in December. This is, I got to finish this right here, this Reese's uh, tree. Probably not my last chocolate for the day, unfortunately. So. Burn it all off in January, right, guys? Anyway, uh, chocolate on uh, Christmas. I already talked about hot chocolate. I went back to back there. But, man, that is good. Reese's. Woo! So good. Chocolate everywhere, especially C's. Oh, man, that gift never goes wrong. Val likes dark chocolate for some reason. I'm a milk chocolate guy. So we kind of can divide that box up perfectly. All right, into our top five. I'm going to go a little wild here. This one's going to throw some people way off. But I am going to go at number five with menudo. Yes, menudo. I know it's not for everybody, but it's a nice big bowl. It's warm. It's, uh, what is it, cow stomach or something in there. Um, 
the uh, not the cornmeal. What are the the corn? Is this corn something? Anyway, it's delicious. You have some of that with the tortilla. That is just amazing. And you got you got people that make it at home. You see restaurants uh, having it uh, at least on the weekends and stuff. Uh, menudo, not for everybody, but for me, woo! absolutely love me some menudo. Um, similar to like a bowl of chili or or soup or something, but. Menudo at Christmas time, it just works, man. You get a lot of people, uh, a lot of people who who make it. You see all the um, all the uh, separate ingredients, right? What do you put in your menudo, right? A lot of it comes just ready to rock, but some people put the onion and the parsley, whatever it is. Um, oh, you can't go wrong with. It. I have not had menudo yet this Christmas season. It's time to grab some. Uh, there's a few places around the corner that have it on the weekends that I will definitely be stopping by. But menudo, man, if you haven't had it. Hey, it'll warm me up. That broth is so good. Oh, man, the juice, the salt. Oh, it's so good. It's time. Time for some menudo. Warm me up this Christmas. It gets me away from the candy and the chocolate and the sugar, right? Oh, number four. I know a lot of people like turkey. A lot of people maybe a pot roast or, or whatever. You can't go wrong. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. All right, but um, for me, Christmas is a big ham. That big, beautiful holiday ham, as they call it, right? No, it's a Christmas ham. Can we stop it? Um it's a giant hand, cut it, peel it off, uh, easy to serve. It just, for me, it goes with all the fixings. It goes with all of the, the sides, the mashed potatoes. Oh, mac and cheese. Oh, so good. But ham, ham, man, Christmas and ham. Christmas, uh, ham works at Easter also. So maybe maybe it's just the official meat of the, uh, the holidays in, involving our Lord. I don't know. But ham is just spectacular. And then you have extra, so the next day you have it with some eggs. <laughs> <laughs> cannot wait this is i'm fired up guys what a week we got i hope you all been ready hope you all been preparing maybe fasting a little bit i have not but i am ready to rock and roll we are grubbing this week ham are we having ham i haven't talked to val yet oh we think we're doing italian we're doing like lasagna and stuff might have to find a baby ham or something for christmas eve i'll work on it valerie makes amazing pasta lasagna and we got to do some meatballs and stuff but unfortunately the italian food i didn't make my list here um but something that we've done the past few years is a big italian spread just because it feeds an army it fills you up carb carby up right nice and warm uh, hard to go wrong there but i love a pot of meatballs and some pasta and some salad oh you know, sure, sure. anyway enough of that uh ham big one on my list i've always been a ham eater uh usually mornings and such but i remember uh what is that a spiral spiral ham or whatever uh easy to cook a lot of it's already you just need to heat it up and ham at christmas time to me that is the main the main meat the main meat if you will for christmas is the ham number three here we go guys top three uh on the podium on the metal stand uh, at number three i put in eggnog now look for many years i didn't like eggnog i thought it was gross and i was like what what is this flavor it's so uh you guys are weird all right but as you mature you get a little older it is that it is that uh, that cup of cheer right whether it has uh libations in it or not uh it, it's just it's good flavor it it, it uh, a lot of times it's cold but it's still it kind of warms you up and i don't know i like that flavor it's the flavor of christmas really to me in fact i got these like uh i i, I have these uh built bars that are kind of like a protein bar that i that I really like, and uh, they kind of fill you up throughout the day, which is nice. Uh, they even had an eggnog flavor. I tried a, an eggnog protein bar. Phenomenal. I really enjoyed it. Maybe you won't. I do. Uh, in our cabinet, ready for Christmas Eve, ready for Christmas Day, are a few bottles of uh, some Pennsylvania Dutch 
uh, freshly made uh, eggnog. It, it just works. Again, alcohol or no alcohol, it's a cup of cheer. Uh, we had a family member who, who used to make some homemade, and uh, he would make it rather strong, I might say, uh, if you know what I mean. But eggnog is like the flavor, the flavor of Christmas. You can't, eggnog, it's the only time of year you really do it, right? You don't really, you might do it Thanksgiving, I, I doubt it, but eggnog at Christmas, uh, usually a big punch bowl or something. Um, you know, it's it's different than like beer and wine and all these other things people drink at the, at Christmas. But eggnog, it seems to work. Not to say you can't have your other selections, but eggnog at Christmas time, it's like uh, it's like uh, the Rams and uh, mediocrity. It's, it's they just they, they belong together, right? So uh, eggnog number three and the top beverage here on the list, uh, way ahead of uh, hot chocolate at number two. Here we go. Number two. This was a tough one, but for those of you who participate in this here food group, you know what I'm talking about. At number two, we got tamales. All right. We got tamales and we got tamales uh, all over the place. Uh, you can never have enough. For, for you know those people that make them, they're like, oh, would you like some? They never give you enough. It could be a giant bag. It doesn't last very long. Tamales are outstanding at Christmas time. You go home, you unwrap them, you heat them up, and you just go to town. And you just keep going usually. Usually watching some type of random college football bowl game and you just keep you just keep shoving. You just keep going. You cannot go tamales at Christmas time are spectacular. We we hope that you know someone uh that fulfills this desire, fulfills this need. Because not everyone makes them at Christmas time. It's you know it's more of a, a Hispanic thing of course, but it's very, very good. I, 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 we have our, our Mexican heritage on my mom's side, and uh, I don't remember if, if they make tamales, but I happen to know some people that have a, have, they do it every year, big tamale party on like Christmas Eve or, or Christmas Eve Eve, and uh, God bless them because uh, more, more tamales, the better. Just keep them coming. My dad loves having a, having a few at Christmas time. He always gets really happy for those. So tamales, very high on my list, may not be for you. But uh, you know what? They grow on you. They absolutely grow on you. And um, man, can't get enough of those. Just keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. Uh, 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 an item that did not make my list because I don't think it's very commonly known, uh, but it's Portuguese, I think. It's, uh, but I'll, I'll mention it here in, in the two spot is pierogies. Uh, my friend Mike Jarbo, his grandmother, God bless her. She makes a ton every year. Um, you have those with some kielbasa or some, oh, they're so good. Uh, I can't even explain them. I don't want to, I won't do it justice, so I'm not going to try, but look up pierogies. I think it's spelled pie, P-I-E-R-O-G-I-E-S. I've told Mike repeatedly, whatever your grandma brings, I'll back a FedEx truck up and I'll, you know, throw them in the back because uh, load, load up. They're so good. Um, but I didn't, not many people know about them, so I didn't want to have them on the list here, so. But I did want to make mention of them, kind of that uh, participation trophy, if you will, maybe that that Olympic uh, trial athlete, really. I don't know uh, what, what you want to say. But anyway, uh, a, bull, a bull participant, we will say, uh, the pierogi. But tamales, number two on the list. Now, number one, you can't talk Christmas without talking cookies. And and I'm not going to even go specific here. I'm just going to say Christmas cookies. They're everywhere. It could be sugar cookies. It could be peanut butter and chip. Peanut butter and chip. See, I'm all over the place. <laughs> chocolate chip. Peanut butter chocolate chip, uh, which is one of the best. Uh, oatmeal cookies. Phenomenal. No raisins, of course. You psychopaths. Do not put raisins in cookies. Uh, there should be a, a 
I don't even, I won't go, I won't go there. Uh, <laughs> uh, raisins and cookies. Don't do it. Um, oatmeal cookies are amazing. Uh, I had some molasses cookies at work the other day. Took me back to when my grandma used to have those. Grandma Lois, God bless her, rest her soul. Uh, molasses. I was like, what is molasses? I'm just, oh, it's really good flavor. So there's cookies everywhere. There's cookie parties. People just make a time uh, eating the batter while you're making it. Balbus has done some homemade stuff. Um, M&M's inside chocolate chip cookies. Whoever came up with that uh, has a special place in heaven. Like th those are by far. Oh man. And then you start dunking them in milk and it's just like one thing leads to another Bef before you know it. Uh, there's, there's none left for Santa. No, all kidding. We all kidding. We always leave some out for Santa because uh, you got to see those cookie, those cookie crumbs on the plate Christmas morning. That'll get you every time, man. That'll get, I got to tell you, you just know, you just know Santa came. He did it again. That beautiful, jolly man. Uh, anyway, Chris, cookies at Christmas, number one on the list. Uh, they're, they're everywhere. And maybe you have the, no, the specific, those frosted ones, right? Usually in the shape of Christmas trees or something. There's just cookies everywhere. Similar to the candy, the box of chocolates. I think if you go baking, people are making fresh cookies every day. My aunt used to make these thumbprint cookies where they chopped up like walnut with like a raspberry jam in it. You got options. Christmas time, you got options. And uh, I, I'm just, man, I'm, I'm hungry now. I had my two pieces of candy. Shouldn't have done that. Uh, haven't had lunch yet. It's, it's, it's about time right now for that. Definitely more coffee. And uh, can't wait to get to work today to see what they have for us. Because Christmas week, they have well, a few weeks before Christmas, really. They, they bring in um, some good items and, and, and feed us up uh, nice and good as a thank you and everything for all the Christmas work. So, guys, that's my top 10 list of Christmas goodies. I threw a few in there that I knew were wild cards, um, a few that didn't make the cut maybe that you think should have. It's just a list. It's all good, man. It's whatever you eat, whatever you consume at Christmas time. I hope it's with loved ones. I hope it's uh, reflecting on a, on a good year, um, even though it hasn't been a great year. But you know what? Uh, there's always reason to celebrate, even if it's just being with other people. Um, I can't wait to get reactions from some of the people I've gotten gifts from. Gifts too, excuse me. Um, always fun to see that. Um, you know, my brother, he texts me. He goes, one hour and four minutes. That's how long it took to do all of my Christmas shopping, a new record. And uh, God bless Sam. That's, 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 what he, that's what he likes to do is just um, do something quick. And for me, the, year, the, the month of December is busy and running around, um, coming up with ideas of what to get who and um you try to balance it all out and get something meaningful and it's it really is awesome too to to get gifts from people and see that oh man i didn't expect something from me but thank you or um me and valerie our gift exchange is always a lot of fun uh getting stuff from my dad who's who's given me so much not just in presence but just in life um i'll say this about my dad at christmas time you know the, the, i've said this before on the podcast but the the thing I, i'm most grateful for my father about is that um he has taught me uh, at an early age and just all throughout my life to, to not be afraid, to, to, to fear not, right? The, which is said in the Bible so many times, to fear not. But, um, and, and at times, my dad has said it maybe more aggressively and, and, and in other, other ways that were uh, critical or whatever. Uh, but I think ultimately, that is something that I just cherish from my dad is that when there's so much fear going around, us in this crazy world, you know, I look at my dad and I know that um, he's taught me to, to not be afraid. Don't be afraid. You know, show a little uh, 
little courage, manliness, whatever, like whatever, any adjective you want to put in there. Um, I look at him for strength because he, I just, man, I'm like, that guy doesn't, he's doesn't, he's not afraid of anything. So, uh, and you know, most of us shouldn't be. So thank you, dad, uh, Sam, looking forward to seeing you Christmas morning, uh, my immediate family. And of course my extended family, I, I may not see you guys, but Merry Christmas to everyone out there in all seriousness. Um, so many people to thank and to say, um, say Merry Christmas to that. Uh, it's nice having this podcast, an opportunity to do that here on the airwaves, if you will. I don't know if you guys are listening to this today, before Christmas, after Christmas or ever, but to everyone who's on this, uh, listening to the podcast, Merry Christmas to you and to yours. Uh, have that extra cup of eggnog, uh, have that extra cookie, indulge, celebrate. If not now, then when, you know what I mean? Uh, hopefully you are with loved ones. Uh, but if you're not, um, hopefully you're able to reach out to those uh, you can't see this year. Uh, for whatever reason. And uh, man, just just have a great Christmas, everybody. I, I'm so excited. My, my days at work are going to fly by this week. And uh, we're going to get the celebration going probably on the 23rd. And uh, stay tuned, guys. I have a great show for you guys on Friday, one way or another. Uh, Christmas Eve, I'm going to record that here in a day or so. And I'll have a great show for you guys. I can promise you that uh, with uh, probably more than likely uh, a really good guest, someone who's been on here before, uh, either way. And you guys will definitely, uh, have a lot of fun listening to that. And if you don't get to it before Christmas, I totally get it, but I uh, wanted to have it released Christmas Eve. And, uh, anyway, that's enough for today, guys. Merry Christmas to all. Um, very excited. I'll, I'll see you or talk to you before Christmas, but this show specifically today has been about Christmas and just sharing with you some of my Christmas goodies and uh, some of the things I'm uh, thankful for. Some things I'm fired up about as well. Uh, I'm not going to be afraid. I'm, you know, uh, other people maybe are and, and, and are addicted to fear, but uh, I look at strength and so many people, so many of my friends around the, uh, the country that uh, inspire me daily. So I'm going to be my best self, uh, maybe not food-wise, uh, discipline-wise. It's time to uh, to uh, overeat, uh, you know, indulge, as I said. But um, man, to everyone out there, Merry Christmas. Have a great uh, celebration with your family. And I hope to hear from some of you uh, sharing with me your Christmas experiences with loved ones, maybe some of your traditions. I would absolutely love to hear. So you know where to reach me here on the Get Home Safe podcast. I will be back, back on Friday with a, a Christmas interview. But guys, until then, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe and Merry Christmas.